Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I hope you're having an amazing start to your Monday. It's a new week with new opportunities that are ahead, and I'm so excited for you with whatever you have in store for this week. As I mentioned last week, we are going to stick with the Monday schedule unless anything changes. I will announce any changes on my Instagram, which is at Steph Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-F-A-B-R-Y. Make sure you are following this episode on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, so you can be notified the minute that a new episode drops every single Monday morning. You can also find me on TikTok, which is at Steph Fabre, the same username, and make sure to drop me a DM on Instagram and just say hi if you are a weekly listener to this show. That is all the updates I have for you, and let's dive right in. So this morning when I woke up, I was scrolling on TikTok, and I came across this TikTok that was talking about how some women can't be alone and that we always have to be talking to someone or be in a relationship. I wanted to comment and keep in mind when I comment, I always try to be mindful of everyone involved and I just wanted to share my experience. So I commented and I said, well, I can be alone. I am alone and I'm happy alone. At first, when I commented it, I was just thinking, you know, I just want to share my experience because I am happy alone and I'm sure there are so many other women as well who are kind of in the same mindset as me. My comments started to get a lot of traction and there were so many women liking my comments and I'm pretty sure it's just other women who feel the same way. But of course, there was those few comments of people saying, that is such a lie, I don't believe you, I smell cap, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Just so irrelevant. But I don't really care about those comments. Like there are gonna be people either way that just comment really awful, hateful things and whatever, they aren't my focus. There was a few women who responded back being like, yeah, this is my mindset too. But there are also some women commenting and saying, how did you do that? How are you happy alone? Because I really do like the attention from other people. Those few comments got me thinking about my own journey and just how I developed self-love and self-acceptance and not needing other people to validate me because I was so happy just being alone that I wasn't looking to other people to make me happy because I knew how to make myself happy. If you're new to the podcast, I took an entire year off of dating to really focus on myself, to find myself, to heal myself, and finally learn how to be happy alone. So I just did it, but if I talk in past tense, it's just because I'm thinking back to that year of not dating and everything that I've learned from it that I still carry over to this day. Prior to taking that year off of dating, I was going on so many different dates a week that I was looking to other people to validate me and to make me happy. I talk about this a lot in the first few episodes, but at the time, I really didn't know what made me happy and how to be happy alone and how to embrace it and how to view being single as a good thing, as a great thing, something that was truly going to transform my life because it has. Taking that year off of dating and focusing on myself was the best thing I have ever done in my entire life. I'm such a firm believer that you have to know how to make yourself happy before you can make anyone else happy. There's also a quote that I'm so obsessed with and I repost it all the time to my Instagram story, but it's this. A woman who is happy alone is a powerful woman. This quote speaks to me so much. Learning how to be self-reliant has changed my life. 
It has opened my eyes that I'm stronger than I thought I was before. But notice how the quote didn't say, a woman who is okay with being alone is a powerful woman. The quote says, a woman who is happy alone is a powerful woman. To me, this is a big difference. On one hand, you're just going through the motions and you're just being single to be single and to focus on yourself. On the other hand, learning how to be happy alone and learning how to truly embrace it, that is a whole nother level of growth right there. So let's get into how I have learned personally how to be happy alone and different things I did along the way to aid in that. First of all, I stopped focusing on everyone else. And what I mean by this is I started to turn that energy and that attention to myself. I posted a TikTok and it was kind of joking, kind of not, but it said, when you stop dating for one year and you accidentally become obsessed with yourself. The point is, is that you should be obsessed with yourself. You should love yourself. You should put yourself as the first priority at all times. By shifting the focus of your everyday life back to yourself rather than other people, you start to realize how truly amazing you are, how valuable you are. So yes, when I say became obsessed with myself, by not dating for a year, I quite literally mean I started to realize my worth, how amazing I am. And before that year, I really did not have the same confidence that I have today and the same standards that I have today because I didn't know my worth, because I wasn't able to make myself happy. The biggest way I personally shifted the focus back to myself was this. The focus of my everyday schedule was around me, my goals, my future, my passions, and what makes me happy. Very simply put, I started to invest all of that time and energy I used to spend and invest in other people, and I started to invest it into myself every single day. I would look at my weekly planner and I would say, okay, what are we doing today? How are we going to better myself today? And sometimes I think people view the phrase investing in yourself as just a means to focus on your career or your future and your future plans. However, for me, investing in yourself, like 100%, I'm very career-driven and purpose-driven. But to me, investing in yourself also has a lot to do with doing little things every single day that are going to make you a better person. These don't have to be some $500 courses you find online of how to invest in yourself. It can be so simple, such as meditating, reading, cleaning up your apartment, going for a walk, going to get coffee if you enjoy going on coffee runs like I do. And let's talk about your passions. What are you passionate about? I can tell you right now, this podcast is such a passion project for me. I do it because I feel a calling to do it. I do it because it makes me happy. I do it because I want to make a difference. I really encourage you to dig a little bit deeper and do some self-discovery and really understand what are your passions as of now. If I put you on the spot, is there one thing that you've been wanting to do for a while? One thing you're really passionate about that maybe you want to look into just a little bit more? Something you want to start, a place you want to go see, something you want to do? For example, every single Sunday, I know I have to set aside time to sit down, to record the podcast, to edit it, and to create some promotions for Instagram. To me, this podcast doesn't feel like a chore. 
I have the opportunity to sit down every single Sunday and talk to you guys and share my experiences. The minute I start recording, and no matter what has happened that day, because there has been a few Sundays where like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm on my period. I'm so tired because I just ran 11 miles. And there have been days where I'm like, ah, do I really have to do this? The minute I sit down and start recording it, I'm like, wow. I am having so much fun because this is what I love to do. I feel like my purpose in this world is to inspire and motivate other people. And it feels so rewarding that I have the opportunity to do that and to fill part of my purpose every single Sunday. So here's your homework. Dig a little bit deeper. Understand what are your passion projects because those are going to bring you so much happiness. Another way I invest into myself is through manifestation and through vision boards. In general, it's just being goal-oriented. Who do you want to be in five years? Who do you want to be in 10 years? Not just career-oriented, I'm talking about as a person. Who is that person you see yourself as in the future? And how are you going to get there? I remember a few months ago, I decided, hey, I haven't really touched my vision board in a while. Two things I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to write down all of my goals on my vision board, and I'm also going to make a Pinterest board online. I have to say, the Pinterest board looks amazing. It was so much fun. The minute that you start doing these things, though, you forget that it's a Friday night and a Saturday night, and you forget that other people are out there partying and doing whatever they want to do. Because guess what? The focus is about you. It's not them. One thing I have gotten so good good at is just not caring. I don't care if it's a Monday night or a Friday night or a Saturday night. I don't care what day of the week it is. I am still going to take care of myself. If I feel the need to journal on a Saturday night when everyone else is out partying and drinking, I don't care. I'm going to do it because that's what I need in the moment. This is what I mean that you become obsessed with yourself the minute that you shift the focus back to you rather than other people. You know the term FOMO, fear of missing out? Everyone uses that term to describe like going out and social events and if you're not there and you see other people that are there, you're like, oh dang, I wish I was there. For me, in all honesty, I don't really get that anymore. The only thing I'm afraid of missing out on is the person that I could potentially be. And you might ask, why is that? It's because the focus is on me. It's not on other people. I personally just don't really go out anymore. I used to go out all the time in college and when we had our off season, I used to go out and drink a lot, especially in Boston too. This past Friday night was the first night I went out and drank in probably five months. The next day, Saturday morning, I woke up at noon and I was so confused. Like, what is going on? I completely forgot that hangovers exist. It's ironic because I have been invited to so many different social events and a lot of them I say no to because it just doesn't serve me. I have taken a lot of the control back in my life. If someone invites me to something and I say no, I don't feel bad about it. This Friday night, I went out because I wanted to go out. I wanted to meet new people and that was what I wanted to do that night. It's also ironic because over a year ago, if I were to stay in on a Friday night or a Saturday night, I would not enjoy myself. I would constantly be looking at other people's Instagram stories and being like, wow, I wish I was there. Now, I don't think twice about it. If I stay home on the weekend, it's because I'm doing something that I enjoy doing. I no longer force myself into social situations I don't want to be at. And let me tell you, There have been so many different social situations in the past few years that I went to, I hated being at, and I would continue to go to them just to please other people, but also just to be there and show face. Most of that was because I didn't love myself. 
I didn't know how to make myself happy. I didn't know how to stay home on a weekend and how to enjoy my time. So you might be asking, okay, so how do you do that now? Like, what do you do on weekends when you're not going out? What do you do and how do you enjoy your time? I also think this can be really relevant for anyone who might have just gotten out of a relationship. I completely understand that the first few months after a fresh recent breakup can be really hard and sometimes the weekends don't make that process of healing any easier because you aren't spending those weekends or just those days in general with that one person that you used to spend them with. So I got you. <laughs> Let's talk about how to enjoy your weekends alone. First thing, stop putting so much pressure on the word weekend. I used to do this all the time when I was working more on nine to five schedule. I would put so much pressure on Friday nights and Saturday nights because I felt like that was all I was living for at the time. That sounds very depressing because it honestly was. I wasn't enjoying my weekdays because once again, I didn't know how to make myself happy at the time. Once you start to shift your focus away from the weekend and you start to look at each individual day different, everything starts to change. One thing that really helped me with this is doing something on each day of the week that you really love doing and that you really enjoy and being very consistent with it. For example, Monday, you're going to go get coffee at your favorite coffee shop. Tuesday, you're going to go for an hour long walk. Wednesday, you're going to go to your favorite store and maybe just browse around. Maybe if you like to paint or draw or do anything creative, you will put time on your calendar every single Thursday to do so. Maybe you make Friday all about self-care. So maybe go get your nails done, get a hair trim or anything like that. Maybe Saturday you go grocery shopping. I love grocery shopping. Some people hate it. I love it. I will be there for two hours if I could. Maybe you do that on Saturday. And maybe Sunday you go to a farmer's market and you just browse and maybe you get some flowers and maybe you get some fruit and vegetables and you just enjoy your time. The point I'm trying to get across is that if you put time on your calendar every single day of the week to do something for yourself, you will start to feel the effects of self-love right away. Make these things things that you truly enjoy, things that you love doing, things that you normally wouldn't have quote unquote enough time for. Sometimes, and we're all guilty of this, we make time for everything else, but we don't make time for ourselves. Take out your calendar, look at every single day of the week, pick something that you love and stick to it, be consistent with it and just enjoy it. Let's get back to the focus of the weekends and how to really erase that feeling of FOMO. Make every single weekend about you and what you want to do. It's not about anyone else anymore. It's about you. Stop thinking about those friends. Stop thinking about that person you're interested in. Stop thinking about everyone else and start thinking about you. What do you want to do this weekend? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to experience? You are in the driver's seat of your own life. Make those things happen because you want to do them. I say this because for far too long, I let everyone else dictate my weekends in my life. Think about that one meme that is like, Steph is now typing in the group chat. Past me would say this. Hey guys, what is everyone doing this weekend? What are everyone's plans? Basically, you tell me what we're doing this weekend because I have no voice or say because I have no opinion on the matter because I don't even know what makes me happy or what I want to do. I started to take all that time alone because I needed to understand what I like to do, what makes me happy, who do I want to see, who don't I want to see, what do I want to do, what don't I want to do. 
because for the longest time, I didn't know. So I'm gonna give you a great example of one thing I started to implement a few months ago. Currently, I love working out on the weekends, but it wasn't always this way because fitness has always been such a big part of my life. I go through these ebbs and flows of being burnt out and not being burnt out because I've just been doing it for so long. So now for me, fitness has to be fun. I have to be doing something that I enjoy, otherwise I don't wanna do it. So if you follow me on Instagram, you're probably like, girl, you run 11 miles, you work out six days a week, you do boot camps. how in the hell is this enjoyable for you? I'll tell you why. So starting in the spring, I decided, okay, if I'm gonna start doing boot camps, I don't wanna do them at a gym. I wanna do them outside because I love working out outside in Los Angeles. It's something that I didn't get to do a lot in Boston because of the weather. So here is what I came up with. Half of my workouts during the week, I would do on my own with these 30 pound dumbbells that I bought just on some grass or at a park. And the other workouts, I would go to Barry's boot camp. It was so much fun. At the time, I was a little bit burnt out with fitness and it was a great way to start just enjoying working out again. There was one day in particular that I just looked forward to every single week and that was Saturday. I don't do this anymore, but every single Saturday I would wake up very early and go to a Barry's Bootcamp class and right after it, I would walk down the street and go to this little diner for breakfast. And I would just sit there all sweaty, eating my acai bowl, drinking my latte and just enjoying life. I learned that about myself. I learned that I love doing that, starting my Saturday morning off with a great workout and really enjoying my time at breakfast alone. This Saturday morning to me meant everything because at the time I was struggling with enjoying my weekends as well. And this was just a great way to start my Saturday off on the right foot in the right mindset. This just goes back to picking something every Saturday and Sunday that you love to do and doing it consistently. When I tell you I did this exact same thing for six months, I did. I think that's the biggest thing though with me is consistency. I have been so consistent about taking care of myself and trying to invest in myself every single day and doing something every single day that makes me happy. I completely understand that life gets crazy and schedules really fill up quick, but you need to put yourself as the priority each day. Check in with yourself. How are you doing today? What do you need today? How are you feeling? How are things going? A big part of this episode does have to do with self-love because self-love and learning how to be happy alone go hand in hand. Believe me, it is possible to be happy alone and to be happy single and to be happy not in a relationship or even be going on dates. I really encourage you just to look inward and look at your current self-care and self-love habits. Do you enjoy your own company? Why or why not? I really encourage you to take out a sheet of paper and just write down why I am happy, alone, and single. It's more than okay if you don't have anything to write down in this moment. However, with time, as you start to evolve on your growth journey and your self-love journey, your self-care journey, I can guarantee you that the words will just fall effortlessly onto that paper because you will know exactly why you're happy alone and what makes you happy. You will start to understand the minute that you start to shift the focus back to you, you won't need anyone else's validation. You won't be seeking the attention of others because you will know how to make yourself happy. Again, I say this purely because I have been there. 
I get it. I was there for the longest time until I finally looked inward and made myself the focus of my life again. Everyone's journey is going to be different. I just hope what I shared today with my own experience with this, it helped you in one way or another. That is all for today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your Monday. Keep your head up. You are valuable. You are beautiful. You are strong. And you can be and you will be everything that you want to be. And with that, I will see you all next Monday. Make sure to hit that follow button so you have the notification of when the next episode is released. Have a great rest of your week.